Thanks for stopping. Bye. This is We Who Worship. I am Sarah. I am Ben. Welcome. <laughs> what was that intro? <laughs> I don't know. You started. I thought you were going to intro, and I was like, I'm pretty sure it's my turn. Yeah, it, it was your turn. I guess we're just. It even says on the notes, Sarah it MC. It does. I am the MC. Wow. Wow. You were MC earlier, now I am. We like balance at Inflame. Balance. Okay. So if you notice that we're a little like wild right now, um, <laughs> we literally just came from Inflame. Yeah. We had so no flame night. We wanted to try out maybe recording instead of last episode, which was in the butt crack of the morning. Um, we thought we'd try coming right hot off of an inflame night. Yeah. I mean, we have energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Will you witness a crash? Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe. Um, Hopefully not. If you hear annoying sipping sounds, it's because I am drinking a seltzer water because oh, seltzer. Uh, my voice is shot. He went ham. I did go ham. It was good. Um, yeah. I mean, yes. But like. Yeah, more so than usual, for sure. Uh, so I, I sang for an hour beforehand, practicing yes. for a gig for tomorrow night. And then, and then you I, had to do some inflame warm up. And then I had inflame warm up and then I had inflame. So mm. I've probably been singing for three hours. Nice. And then I have an hour of two hours of practice tomorrow oh, for good. the gig. That's really good. And then I have the 30 minute gig. Okay. At so. least it's only 30 minutes. I know I couldn't. I, if they had asked me to do any more than that. <laughs> uh, nope. Oh, no. Ben would have peaced out. Yeah. So, you never know. Maybe you'll see a little a little story on the gram. Really? Maybe. Maybe you'll see me there. I don't know. <laughs> you'll never know what happens. Oh, yeah. Will you be there? Tomorrow night? Yeah. Probably. You got something better to do? I don't know. I haven't really decided yet. <laughs> I just had the most random thought. What? It was about goat yoga. Why? Goga. <laughs> I do, okay. Why? Do we, do we go on this little tangent? Maybe. Really okay. quick. Yeah. I don't know why it came in my head, but now I'm thinking about it. Do you want to do it? I mean, we can. Can we? Who's who's going to stop us? Bishop Fonzie. <laughs> no, I, I'm not advocating for goat yoga. Ah. I'm doing the opposite. What? Yeah. I thought I'm, you were saying you want to go to goat yoga. I want to go to goat yoga. Is that what you just said? <laughs> go to goat yoga. <laughs> go to goat go go. Go to goat go go yoga. <laughs> nope. Um, I I don't think it's relevant, but yeah, you know what? We're gonna we're just not gonna address goat yoga. Anyway, don't wait, do it. Wait. Well, that just reminded me of my time on Knit. <laughs> Remember when I was introducing myself? I said, oh. uh, Yoda. <laughs> I just did it, but with Goga. <laughs> goat yoga, not Goga. Yeah, no, it's called Goga. What? I'm, am I crazy? <laughs> am I stupid? Yes. No, I, no, what? I heard that. Huh? Goat yoga, if you combine the two words, you get Goga. Did you just make this up? Because it no, reminds me I've of Goga. No, I've seen it before. <laughs> No, I've seen this on ads the, before. Do you remember the Gogurt commercials? Mm, no. What about the Danimals commercials? Yeah, for sure. With yeah. Zach and Cody. 
Yeah. Oh. oh my god. I don't know why I associate them with that and no one else. But I like how we went from uh, all of this to Sweet Life. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Throwbacks. We made it. That was chaos. Okay, back on track. Yeah. I'll try. I I can't promise because if something pops in my head, it, it the filter's off okay. and it will just come out. Chaos. Okay. Well. Well, Sarah, well, well, what did we do tonight? Yeah, we're in today. Mm. <laughs> today we're going to talk about... Um, so, yes, the podcast episodes are going... They're following our Inflame Night. So, our theme of the Inflame Night is also our theme of the podcast. Makes sense. So, last week we talked about prophecy. Tonight, our theme was <coughs> words of wisdom and words of knowledge, which are, like... I think the best word is, like, categories of prophecy. They're little branches. Yeah, because, like, they are prophecy. Like, words of wisdom are a type of prophecy, basically. Yeah. Um, But they're just, like, a very specific kind. Um, Yeah, so we talked about last week, like, prophecy reveals the Father's heart to someone. So, like, you receive words, um, images, scripture verses, all sorts of things. And, they're yeah, you receive them for the purpose of communicating to someone else what the Lord's speaking. Mm. Um, yeah, so we have words of wisdom, which is wisdom that's given in the moment that helps someone to make a correct decision, know what to do in a situation. If someone's discerning something, a word of wisdom might help them to know what the like end result of that discernment is supposed to be. Mm. Um, yeah, pretty simply that. Um Words of knowledge is supernatural knowledge of facts, usually about a person that doesn't come through study, research, experience, anything human. Um, So words of knowledge would be like the example you give tonight, which is pretty clear, um, is if, yeah, if someone's praying and they all of a sudden like their back starts to hurt and they don't normally have back pain and they're like, what the heck? I haven't done anything. Like I was fine but all of a sudden the specific place on their back hurts, that could be a word of knowledge for someone else who needs to be prayed over for healing. Um, So, yeah, that's something that you wouldn't just know by looking at someone like, oh, they're in pain right now. But the Lord gives you that knowledge so that you can then go and pray with that person. um, And, yeah, work. So the the Lord can work in their lives in the way that he wants to. Um, Yeah. I think that's pretty clear. Last year, um, you, t- you t- talked about this in the Inflame Night. <laughs> I did. But I had to take like an hour. I was going in circles trying to figure out the difference between words of wisdom and words of knowledge. I could not. <laughs> <laughs> I could not understand the difference. I don't know why. Because now they just seem so simple. Like knowledge is information. Wisdom is words that lead to movement. They're directional. Yeah. Like, that, I don't know. It's simple to me now, but it took me a very long time to it understand. It took you an hour. Yes. Alexandra was there too, and she didn't understand, so my defense. Mm, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know what where my head was. <laughs> but I think wow. I know now. So, Well, we've yeah. made it. So. <clears throat> That's what You were able is. to give a talk tonight about it. Yeah. Even though. I know. I'm pretty sure yeah. they were kind of like, uh, <laughs> does she know what these are? After you told them that I didn't know last year. <laughs> They're probably like, hmm. <laughs> oh, well, it was funny to tell them. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. 
it was humbling. <laughs> now you know how I feel when I sing something wrong. Mm. Like tonight. <laughs> Goodness of God. It's okay. <laughs> that was horrible. It's okay. People were going with it. I watched someone just sing it the way you were singing it. And I was like, that, wow. Because <laughs> I sang it with confidence. Yeah. Uh-huh. She was just going. And I was like, impressive. It's okay. You figured I don't it even, out. No, it was like my <laughs> words just kind of came out. And I was like, this is not right. <laughs> and yeah. I looked at Chessie, who was on Cajon. And I was like singing just like quizzically looking at her like what what is going on and she was like (laughs) and i was like (laughs) and oh gosh uh, that was that was humility you figured it out in the end and you know what the spirit used it yeah yeah it was good and that's all that matters yeah you're right (laughs) oh my goodness ah so inflame night yeah well we've kind of already touched on some things so i guess we can just kind of like so, we can just go kind of into it. Anyways, <laughs> yes, <mid> words <laughs> <laughs> really, really tough. They they are today's especially. Yeah, well, it's it's nine forty five p.m. Also, holy so night. on a Thursday, it's been a week. I had an eight a.m. class as well. Yeah, that'll do it. Cute. No, <laughs> and it was rainy today. I know it was so. so nice. mm. The reason why I bring up all these things is. To be completely honest, going into Inflame tonight, nah, I wasn't feeling it. Oh, I was exhausted. I was like, I don't think I can get this talk. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't tell anyone that you're tired, Ben. Don't I know. tell anyone. Dang it. I was okay, like, you have to tell me next time. Because I, same. I'm taking off my shoes right now. So if okay. you hear, I... Okay, why is it so difficult? Because <laughs> I'm wearing Blundstones. Oh, yeah. But ah. did you see my socks today? Yeah, I did. They're very nice. I'm telling you guys, I'm sorry. This is chaos. <laughs> But it's funny. Um, this is just us raw, unfiltered. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I I got up this morning, and the first thing that ha- happened in my brain was I literally, the reason why I took off my shoes, mm-hmm. the reason why I'm showing you my socks. You put them on. Is I thought, you know what would be funny? Is if I played guitar while wearing guitar socks. That's so funny. <laughs> did you laugh? I did. <laughs> I, I did. That's I was like, good. that's that's comical. So I found my guitar socks and I put them on. Yeah. But now I'm kind of having a dilemma because I kind of wish that I was wearing them tomorrow. Wash them really fast. In what laundry room? You can hand wash. I can't. You don't need a machine to wash. I might. I'm stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Anyway, so I put these on. Dirty boy. And then I was like, what is that awful noise? Sounds like there's like spiders. Little spider toes. Yeah. <laughs> and then I fling open my curtains the most dramatic way possible. And it was freaking raining. Oh, yeah. And the wind was blowing. Huh. And Why I was like. Why are you so like, mad about that? Because I rain then had nice. to walk oh. to my 8 a.m. Mm. in the rain what? to talk about English for an hour and 15 <sighs> minutes. What? No. That sounds like a dream. Stop. <laughs> in the rain? And then I get down into class. Yeah. Okay. I sit my little butt mm-hmm. on the seat. Mm-hmm. And he says, pop quiz time. Oh, that's cute. And I Did was like, read? are you kidding? Of course. You didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> Guess you yeah, got 100 on his pop you. quiz. Wow. Must have been fake. No. What do you do? You just guessed? 
magic. No. Um, I watch. I uh, Holy Spirit. Yes. Yes. Um, No, I watch these little. Anyone who's taking English, um, it's called Course Heroes. Yeah, but if you're dyslexic, oh my gosh, can't speak dyslexic like me, it's hard to comprehend that like old English style. Old English. Oh my it's gosh. Not old That's not what I'm excited. That's that, very, like, no, it's the, yeah, the language is very different. Yeah. Um, it's hard to read. Like, I don't comprehend. It's like a different language. You have to, like, understand, you have to hold the words in your brain for far longer than, like, normal sentences now. Yeah. Because, like, you don't really get to the meaning until, like, four or five, six lines later. And you yeah. have to remember all of that. And, like, it, it's. A different language for sure. It's really hard. It is. I so I watched it. these videos called Course Hero. Yeah. Um, and they give like in-depth synopsis where it's not just like spark notes where it's like just reads, but it also will dive into like, oh, what's the meaning behind this as mm. well? Um, and so I watch those every like okay, so before class. And then when I go to class, I can participate in discussion. Yeah, and so take you didn't read, notes. but you like did your homework. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. That's good. That's what I did. Okay. Anyway. The reason why I bring this up is my day started off with disappointment. It started off good because I was like, ooh, guitar stocks. And then the rain. Then I had to walk in the rain. And then I had to sit in English. Okay. So I just, I came to inflame just kind of like another thing that I have to do. Oh, because you had a day full of, full of rain in English. <laughs> Sounds <Yeah>. terrible. <laughs> It, you know what? Thank you. Thank you. It really was. It was really hard. Um, and I, I was expecting Inflame to be smaller tonight. Mm. Um, I was Joke's like, on you. don't spoil the punchline. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, go faster. Uh, um, so my brain just literally shut off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So I, when we got there and like we were setting all up, um, and then you left to go pick up your little talk, you had to go print it out mm-hmm. and pick up the intern. Um, I was sitting there with my guitar and I just stared at the wall and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. <laughs> it's like, I am brain dead. Yeah. And then a few people start showing up. And I was like, whoa, this is so cool. A car pulled up and like all these girls came yeah. out. And I was like, what the heck? No, I watched and they were it because fl- I pulled up behind yeah, it. I saw and they it. just flooded out. And I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, thankfully, they weren't scary. But no, sometimes I get freshmen. Sometimes I get scared of freshmen. Really? Yeah. Well, one of them was Heather's sister. You can't be afraid of her. I thought that was. Yeah, I was, was like, is that Heather? Yeah, she looks just like her. Yeah, it's crazy. It's well, at one point in the night, I like turned my head and I was like, what is <laughs> Heather doing in my garage? <laughs> That's mm, funny. Yeah. And the other one was our friend Chessie's sister. Mm-hmm. And oh, I so turned so and went like, oh, Chessie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heather. Yeah, it's so um, funny. Oh. Yeah. And so yeah, instantly people, when the people started coming in, I was like, mm-hmm. oh. There's going to be some people. And then oh. you you brought... Joey. Joey. Mm-hmm. And then... People were, flo- like, coming in slowly, like, trickling yeah. in all night. And then more people came, and more, more. people came, and more. And yeah. you gave your talk, and then more people came. Yeah. And there was, like, a total of... Uh, 15. 15 people. Yeah. yeah. Which is 
solid. That's a high for this year. <laughs> well, I mean, our top one last year was like what thirty six. Well, I think no. I think I counted twenty seven. Unless it was thirty seven. I thought it was twenty seven. No, thirty seven people in that house. Yeah, because it was our last one and we couldn't pray inside. Like we did out on the porch. But I still think okay. Well, it was big. And I don't think that well maybe it did include us, but no, it was big. It was. But we definitely yeah. I mean we started small last year too, or last semester. Yeah. But it's nice, yeah. The Lord just keeps bringing people. And it was really good because, like, people, like, that's how the night started. It was, like, uh, like you, you had said, like, oh, you didn't really know how your talk went. Um, like, you kept, you kind of came up to me and said that, which I didn't see an issue with your talk. Oh, just well, my words night. weren't working. So. Well, you got the point across, obviously. Maybe. Um, yeah, it felt more like a community tonight. Mm. Um, like, I felt like... I yeah. could just like like you just turned and was like Ben, do you have something? And it was like I would just mm-hmm. add something, and it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's like it was more like conversational. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and really like cool. everyone who came was also like in like mingling with each other pretty well, which is yeah. always fun. Love to um, see it, but yeah, no, it was just it was, it was, it was solid. Yeah, it was a community night. Yeah. Um, then when worship started, uh, I started with alabaster heart mm-hmm. and i was like wasn't really feeling it yeah t- to be completely honest um peek behind the curtain of worship leaders sometimes i hate the songs that i pick um when i start playing i'm like this is not the vibe and then i quickly run away from those songs um because i feel like leading worship with the holy spirit is you just mm-hmm. kind of like find okay where is the Holy Spirit at this exact moment. Um, and I have to run to keep up with them. Um, so it's like some songs it'll be like, Oh, I turned down the wrong path. I got to refine where he's at and then we'll be good. Um, and so tonight, like the first song I was like, I'm here. Like we're here. Like we're, we're praising. Um, but it just wasn't like punching. Mm. Like when, that's I don't know really know how to describe what happens in my heart with the Holy Spirit during worship, but it's like all of a sudden like I'll get like this stirring inside of my chest, and I'm like ooh, and I just go hard. Um, and so the first song was kind of like, mm. and then more people showed up, and those people entered the room, and it was like this like this realization that hit me was I was like I'm at Inflame, like this is Inflame, mm-hmm. this feels like Inflame, this is community, um, and then we just started like. I threw in Rua, mm-hmm. which was not on the set list. Fun fact. Because um, we played it last week, so I was like, I'm not going to play that again. But I played it, and people really got into that. Um, and then from there, Free Praise opened up. And then from the Free Praise, like, we ended, well, what song was it? What was it? Uh was moving over the water. Rest on us. There, yeah, there it is. Um, we opened into Rest on Us, and that's where I really was like, bam. Like, I I was going to signal to you, like, all right, it's time to start the workshopping. Mm-hmm. And then I opened my mouth to be like, mouth something to you, and the song just kind of came out of my mouth. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, which was really cool. Mm, prophetic worship is fantastic 
um, where the spirit just kind of like moves and he really moved and like the room just like you could feel the switch like we looked at each other at one point during Mm -hmm. that song and it was like this holy cow Mm -hmm. like the spirit's here like he's moving Mm -hmm. what was your assessment of worship tonight yeah no i mean it was good mariana i think um came last week for the first time i think um and I definitely didn't, like, explicitly invite her again this week. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anyone did. Sophia may have. I don't know. Um, but she came back, and she brought <laughs> two people with her, yeah. which was so cool. And, like, they were both, like, very happy to be there and very, like, yeah, pretty comfortable with worship, obviously. Or not obviously, but they were. Um, but it was nice just because it was, like, oh, it just showed me, like, that it was so tangible that she came for this first time. Um, and I like prayed with her last week and like we chatted very briefly and like, I don't know, she was just like the spirits moving and like the like prophetic words that the Lord had spoke to me, um, seemed to be resonating with her. And like, I think it just impacted her. And then she went out and then brought people, you know, brought two people this week. And like, that just seems to be what's happening. And like, it's just so cool. Cause it's, it's just like, that is testimony in itself of the fact that the spirit is moving out in flame nights because it's like okay something prompted the spirit obviously but something prompted her to come back first of all but also to tell other people and bring other people so intentionally Mm. and like they showed up late but like they still came Mm -hmm. and it was like oh wow okay like something happened and she encountered the lord and like went out and got more people and brought them you mean she accomplished discipleship (laughs) yes and it's like again it's not (laughs) <laughs> it's not because of inflame. It's not because of what we're doing so much as it is. It's a space that they're available to come and encounter the Lord. And of course the spirit shows up and like, I don't know. It's just, it's yeah, it's just cool. I just had a realization tonight. I was like, whoa, okay, <laughs> this is cool. Yeah. And like, I don't, yeah, they're just the, the amount of people who were there tonight that had never been before. I was like, wow okay this is cool yeah and and it was really good night for them to come because like Mm -hmm. we talked about words but like we also like re-emphasized prophecy Mm -hmm. um and like from what i was hearing from people was like wow like the spirit really showed up like the words that were spoken over them were just like spot on yeah uh I'll throw her under the bus. Um, I was talking to my girlfriend, Maria, and she was telling me that, like, she sat down uh, across from Jen, Mm -hmm. like, to to do the first workshop. And Jen looked at her and said, so, are you scared? And she was like, no. Classic Jen. (laughs) But, like, Jen didn't know Maria's background. And Maria, yeah, Maria told me, she was like, I was scared. Words of knowledge. I didn't tell her. And all of a sudden, the first thing that comes out of her mouth, you scared? <laughs> and I was like, well. She was like, yeah, she kind of got me. Like, the <laughs> Lord really used her. And I was like, yeah, he does yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. And it was just kind of like, that was like the first testimony I heard tonight. Um, mm. And I was just like, yep, that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. that tracks. Like, the spirit showed us up. And it was, like, yeah. immediate. It wasn't – it was at the point where she sat down. Like, so how we how we do this 
at our Inflame Nights, for those of you who don't come to the Inflame Nights because you live nowhere near Steubenville, um, is like Sarah will give the instruction. Okay, this we're going to go and we're going to do this activity, gives all the instruction, and then she says, all right, everyone go find a partner and sit down. And so everyone goes and finds their partner. They take a seat, and then Sarah says, all right, you guys can start, and we'll let you... Oh, I just burped. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the carbonation got me. Um, yeah, and then Sarah tells people to start, and then people start. So was it even at the point where people were starting? Mm. It was like Maria went, walked over to her, like they met, and sat down, and immediately the spirit was like, bam. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, whoa. He doesn't mess around. And like when I yeah. was praying with someone... It was the same thing. It's like I closed my eyes and it was like, bam. Mm. Like, yeah. And right like that's there. that's even just a testament to the fact that like if you're listening, if you're actively listening, like no matter the circumstances, like he's speaking. Like it doesn't have to be in a confined setting in a certain situation. Like it, he's not constrained to time. Yeah. Um, and Jen said that too. She was like, yeah, like the Holy Spirit's outside of time. Like he's doing whatever the heck he wants. And that's, I mean, that yeah. is, yeah, so compatible with the fact that she was open and she was just ready for whatever he was going to say. And he was like, great. <laughs> and just like said it right then because she was ready. So yeah. she didn't even have to wait for that time. So like, wow, what a witness to like living in that. Yeah. And, and it, living in the spirit. It, it honestly convicted me because it was just mm-hmm. like, how many times have you, the spirits like prompted you to say something and mm-hmm. you just don't you you just don't and you just kind of like well i'll say it later if it comes back up mm-hmm. and it was like yeah. like uh, we talked about last week like that like that word that i received and then i didn't say it and then you said yeah. it and i was like dang it yeah um well, and this this is like reiterating that like mm-hmm. jen was the opposite of me last week where mm-hmm. she like the holy spirit says something she responded and like that's an yeah. example that we all really need to to follow mm-hmm. is that like he speaks you move yeah um yeah like, you got to get out of the way you have to just be docile and let him do his thing mm-hmm. like we don't know better than he does yeah and like i didn't go into it too much during like my exhortation time but i have i yeah basically i was telling them like okay like it's not about you like it doesn't matter what you think it's supposed to happen or when you think how you think the Lord's supposed to speak X, Y, and Z. Um, but like the Lord's going to speak whenever he wants. Um, but like that emphasis on the fact that like, if you don't do it, great. Someone else is going to like the Lord doesn't need you specifically to do this thing. He wants you and he Mm -hmm. asks you and that's why he gives you the word. But if you're not going to do anything with it, He's going to go find someone else who's going to listen. And, like, ah, that's just so relevant. But the fact that, like, okay, we do have the choice to, like, exercise the gift. We do have the choice to communicate what we hear or to not do it. But, like, if we don't do it, like, there's so, like, you know, the saying, like, oh, what do I have to lose? But, like, you have so much to lose by not communicating that Mm. in the sense that like the lord is entrusting this word this image this thing to you and like it's special and it's important and it's communicating something from his heart like from the heart of the lord 
That's insane. And how are you just not going to communicate it to someone else who needs to hear it? Like, that's crazy. And the Lord, like, when your catechism verse that you were pulling from last week about, like, we share in Christ, like, uh, priest, prophet, and kingly roles, right? And the fact that we share in his prophetic office means that we're responsible for what that means. We have to, like... You have to exercise the office. Yeah, that means if you don't do it, like, <laughs> you're being irresponsible. Like, it's it's so simple. It seems crazy, but, like, it is so simple. Like, if you're not doing it, you're not exercising this office that you have, that the Lord's entrusted to you, that he wants you to use. Like, that, there's a lot to lose there. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I like the word of, it's your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like, how many times does that act, that word actually show up? Like, what well, says, like, oh, like, feed the poor, do all this. And, like, mm-hmm. those are commands and those are, like, things that we need to follow. But he takes it a step farther. He doesn't just say, like, prophesy. Like, th- the Bible says prophesy. Mm-hmm. All you sons of man prophesy. Like, mm-hmm. it says that vi- so many times. But the catechism evolves that and says, no, prophesy because it is your responsibility Mm -hmm. you've been given this role you've been given this charge now you need to do it Mm. like there needs to stop being this divide in the church Mm -hmm. where it's like oh i am this type of charismatic and i i like i like to sing the songs but mm, that's that's kind of where i stop um, or there's people who's like, mm, I'm only going to go to this Latin mass and that's going to be it. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't freaking matter what mass you go to guys. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't, you can, you can have a preference and that is so good. And that's so holy. And like the Lord and the church is so beautiful because it's given you the opportunity to it, like yeah. go to a mass that fits your needs the best mm-hmm. that but going to a specific mass singing specific songs does not negate your responsibility yeah. to prophesy mm-hmm. that that call for prophecy that call that responsibility that is placed on every man's heart doesn't change if you go to a latin mass a a mass where you sing hymns or a mass where you sing praise and worship music it doesn't it it doesn't matter mm-hmm what matters is you actually follow what the Lord is saying. And that mm-hmm. is to prophesy. Mm-hmm. Um, and people just don't get it. And it frustrates me because it's just like, it's so black and white. The church has painted it so black and white. Yeah. But the fact that we unearthed this, this verse, yeah, this paragraph in the catechism is like, I mean, okay. The catechism's fat and like, we can't know every verse, but also like, I've never seen that before. Yeah. I've never seen that. Like, but it's there. And like, that is like, no, oh, I was going to say the heart of the church. Not really. But like, that is so important. That contains, yep. you know, everything that we believe. And like, it goes into <gasps> our identities. Yeah. Like your sons and daughters. Yes. But mm-hmm. within that identity, there are sub identities. That's priest, prophet, and king. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that mean? Like we talk about being child of God. That's your kingly. Mm-hmm. role like that's your princely role that's like that authority that the lord has given us and mm-hmm. we talk about that like we talk like i'm a child of god like mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone's great um yeah. and we talk about like 
people being priests, being pastorally, like caring for people and yeah. and that that office. Mm-hmm. But we just always seem to forget about that. Like I okay. went through catechism classes all throughout high school and yeah, middle right. school and all that. And never once did someone pull out that and being like, actually, no. guess what? The catechism says it's your responsibility to exercise the office mm-hmm. of prophecy. Great. Yeah, and I, I think I'm it's just, like, such a scary concept because, like, the word, I mean, the word priest should be scary, too, especially for lay people. That's a scary like, word. And for women, I think, particularly, but also just the fact, like, priest, that's big. That's big. That's insane. King, also, big. I feel like that one's the easiest one, actually, to understand. Yeah. But also, like, prophet, like, that... My brain immediately, the word prophet goes to Ezekiel, Isaiah, Jeremiah, like the major prophets. And I'm like, yeah, okay, like we're going to be, <laughs> we're going to be prophets. Also, it doesn't make sense because in the context of the major prophets, they're foretelling the coming of Christ. Yeah. And like, granted, the second coming is a thing, but like, we're not prophets in that context. And I think that's really just the roadblock of like, how is it possible for us to be prophets? Because that's just how people understand prophet. Yeah, but they they're just revealing the heart of the Father. Mm-hmm. The heart of the Father was the coming of Christ. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a different time, a different season for different types of prophecy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So like we 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 just talked a lot about like the word prophet and prophecy. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like to reiterate to you guys, like that that is words of knowledge and words of wisdom as well. Mm-hmm. Those are just specific prophetic words. Yeah. Um. There's also like some subsets of that on like it's gonna take prof- me two hours to understand. Prophetic dreams. Oh no. That's a thing. Well that makes um sense. and there's there's things like there's different levels and different layers yeah. to each prophetic gift. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. so much so that there's whole books written about it. Mm-hmm. Go read some of them. Go read some of them. Um, I just want to throw this in. I think it's almost insane. One of my scripture references for the talk for words of knowledge was um, Jesus encountering the woman at the well and mm. like revealing to her the fact that he knew that she had five husbands. But not like I feel like it's easy to look at that and be like, duh, like it's Jesus. He's God. Of course, he knows that. But like. The church teaches that Jesus only had wisdom and only had the knowledge of the things that the Father revealed to him for the purpose of his ministry. So, like, yes, he was divine, but also the nature of the incarnation is that he set that aside and took on humanity. Not, he didn't get rid of it. He just, (laughs) but, you know, like, he, he chose to... Empty himself of his divinity. Not that it wasn't there. This is so... (laughs) (laughs) It was still there, but basically, like, yeah, he was fully human, and he only received the knowledge that the Father gave him. So, like, when he saw this woman at the well, I mean, he was probably quite open to the Spirit, so he probably received it pretty fast. But basically... (laughs) Yeah, I think... Okay, I'm going to say something that I think <laughs> this this isn't for you. Like, you're, okay. you have the knowledge. But I'm going to put yeah. it in some simpler terms. Okay. 
because when you first said that at your talk, I was completely lost. Really? Yeah. Because I was okay. like, wait, but then how, like, if he only revealed, if he only was revealed things by the father and like, then how, okay, what does this mean? Like, mm-hmm. okay, if he d- yeah. wasn't just like all powerful and almighty and like able to do all this, like mm-hmm. what? Yeah. That was me like shredding that piece of paper. Um, Jesus was so connected to the father and the spirit. Like it's the Trinity where one mm-hmm. resides, the others are there. Mm-hmm. So his heart is instantly in line with the father. All of his mm-hmm. public ministry, he, all the things that he did mm-hmm. was the will of the father yes. by the power of the Holy spirit. Mm-hmm. So when he went to the well, mm-hmm. it wasn't like he was just walking down the street and the spirit was like, Jesus speak to this woman. No, he knew. Like he was like so in touch with the Holy Spirit, so in touch with the Father. He was like walking down the street, and he was like, "All right, now I'm going to this lady," because it's mm-hmm. the will of the Father. His his will and the Father's will were together, um, and we're we're like one is all three are present. Um, so yes. Yeah. Now I'm confused because <laughs> Wait, why are you confused? <laughs> no, I'm not confused, but <laughs> I don't know that this. Like, I don't know that what you just said is, like, fully compatible with this example, this as an example of words of knowledge. No, it because, is. Because when did the Father reveal it to Jesus? Right then and there. Okay, but no, no, no. Like, if you're saying, like, he went because it was the will of the Father, are you saying that he he received the word and he was like, oh, I have to go do this thing because he knew the word of knowledge and he knew what he had to do? Or was he, in the fact that he was sent and his ministry, literally walking with his disciples, and they went into town to get some food, and he just keeps walking to this well. Like, maybe, like, did he see her? And then the Lord was like, okay, word of wisdom, go talk to her. And he moves, he goes and does his thing. And then word of knowledge in his conversation. Because it's not the first thing he says. He's speaking with her, eye of the, like, well, whatever, water. And then he's like, go get your husband. And she says, I don't have one. He's like, yeah, you're right. Because, but like, when does the word of knowledge happen? I guess it doesn't really matter because it is still a word of knowledge. Yeah, I think it works (laughs) very different. Right, in Jesus. In Jesus. Yes. Which is why it's crazy to use him as an example. But it no. <laughs> he is the principal example. Yes. He is what we will never be able to achieve. Mm-hmm. We will never, ever, ever. We are not divine. Have that connection. Mm-hmm. That's such a pure connection. Like there was no. Mm-hmm. Indivisible, unchangeable. There's no effects of sin on him. Mm-hmm. Um, there is just complete perfection Mm -hmm. there's nothing separating him from the father Mm -hmm. he is the son so he's with the father and the spirit like Mm -hmm. it's this unity that we will never be able to achieve we we strive for that we strive to have our wills be the same um jesus is the example but like in the terms of the gift yes he he used right there was a word of knowledge from the human perspective Yeah, because he he was was fully human exactly he had to experience yeah like when he went and prayed to God, he prayed to God. He didn't just, I am God, and sit yeah. with himself. Like, he was praying to the Father. So in his humanity, he had to, 
he did what we do. So when he's exercising his ministry, it had to have looked a lot like the way that any human would exercise ministry. Yeah. I, I just think that there was a level of connection that yeah. it wasn't like me where I'm praying and I'm like, I feel like God is saying this. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, all right, say it, Ben. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think there's that interior yeah. dialogue. I feel right. like the Lord, God just like talks to this woman and he just goes and blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. He just like, knows instantly. It's just like this knowledge. Yeah. Like God just informs his actions. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how I would say it. There's like no interpretation. Needed. Yeah. It's just this moments. direct line of communication. Yeah. Ah, oh, must be nice. Yeah. Thanks, Jesus. <laughs> wow, that was a rabbit hole we just went down. A little bit. I know. I panicked. I was like, oh, no. No, no, no. But I fine. had to sort it out. Yeah. This is why things take me an hour to understand sometimes. Because I'm like, but. <laughs> yeah. What if this? Yeah. It's okay. We got there. But, yeah. I um. Yeah, he was just like that prime example in that situation of like. Yeah. Able to say something that stirred faith that caused her a reaction in her to praise and exalt him mm-hmm. and that simple action of jesus just saying like yeah you got five wives converted the entire town mm-hmm. that's what it says like mm-hmm. it wasn't just like oh she just kept it to herself like that's mm-hmm. something about the holy spirit is he is contagious yeah like when he moves you can't help but talk about it mm-hmm. like Maria told me that thing that happened to her, like first words out of her mouth. Mm-hmm. I then am telling you guys, mm-hmm. and now you guys are, your faith is being stirred as well. Mm-hmm. Like that's how the Holy Spirit works. It's this chain reaction effect. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing too. The woman went running into the town and she told everyone and everyone was like, oh my gosh. And then ran out to meet Jesus. And they were like, stay with us longer. So he stayed. I just read this for a class. so <laughs> He stayed for two more days, but he... Basically, these people came and they were like, oh, okay. Like, they believed her word and went, but they, it, like, emphasizes that they went and sought him out and, like, not tested him, like, quizzed him, like, oh, like, they were skeptical, but they, like, went and tasted for themselves. Mm. But, like, they wouldn't have gotten there without her running to tell them. And then they went and then they tried it out for themselves and they were like, oh, now we believe not because of your word, but because we've seen I'm like, that's it. Yeah. That's that's evangelization. Yeah. It's the perfect model. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I think the takeaway, um, be docile, be open, mm-hmm. allow the spirit to move. Um, don't get caught up in your words. Don't get caught up in um, your humanity. Don't let that trip you up because um, you don't know the impact. Mm-hmm. Um we are not divine like Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Like we, we don't know the impact. Um, you could speak a word of knowledge into someone's life that causes that person to go running, telling those people in their lives who will then encounter the Holy Spirit, who then will counter mm-hmm. God, the living God, and their lives will never be the same. Mm-hmm. Like that's the responsibility that Catechism is talking about. That's the responsibility that we're talking about. That's the the thing that should spur you onwards um, and to seek the spiritual gifts. Um, like the Bible says, like seek the spiritual gifts, but, but above all uh, seek prophecy. Um, like seek it, mm-hmm. speak the heart of the Lord to people. Um, you don't know how far that's going to take someone. You don't know what's going to do in their lives. So you have the responsibility of actually just opening your mouth 
shutting off your little brain and just allowing yourself to be a, a space where the Holy Spirit can encounter one of his children. Like we talk about Inflame being a space, but Inflame is only a space if the people themselves are spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Why don't we say a quick prayer? Yes, sir. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, we praise you and we thank you for the ways in which you've showed up tonight. The ways in which that you encounter your children in such a radical ways. Spirit, I ask that you flood us with the spiritual gifts. That you flood us with words of knowledge, words of wisdom, with prophecy. Lord, we want to speak your heart. More of you, less of me, Lord. Jesus, we ask that you bless everyone who is listening right now, all the members of the Inflamed community and the Inflamed team. St. Peter and Paul. Pray for us. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Alrighty, guys. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, tune in next week. It's going to be a real good one. It'll be a juicy one. Yeah, I'm so excited. Uh, pray for us. We're praying for you. Um, <laughs> Are you Father Mike? No. Does he he says that at the end of his Bible New Year. He's like, pray for me. I'll be praying for you. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm not. I didn't know Channeling that. Channeling him. I'm sorry, guys. I don't listen to Father Mike. <laughs> ah, fake fan. Fake. I'm, what? Fake fan. I'm, I, I wouldn't classify myself as a fan. I mean, you moved to Minnesota, so... I, oh, all right. <laughs> We're stopping that. Good night. No. <laughs> good night. Or good afternoon. Good morning. Good night. Have Bye. A, have a good life. <laughs> Be good, not bad. <laughs>